Good evening and welcome to the Rust Belt Plantsman Show right here on White Pride Radio. I'm your host, Paul Brown, and I am broadcasting from beneath the Fiery Cross on a hillside at an undisclosed location in the Rust Belt region of America. Here on the Rust Belt Plantsman Show, I begin with a pro-white commentary piece, then follow up with some mainstream media news articles, and give my honest opinion on each one. So let's begin with this evening's commentary. Good evening and welcome to the Rust Belt Klansman Show right here on White Pride Radio. I am your host, Paul Brown, and today is Tuesday, September 6, 2022, and it is 6 p.m. here in the Rust Belt. This evening's commentary is titled, Three Signs Were in a Banana Republic. Satirist Saul Luckman defines Banana Republic in his irreverent glossary, the Angel's Dictionary, as a lawless society where the monkeys roll. Looking around the United States today, it's hard to say we don't fit his meaning. Nearly 80% of Americans believe we live under a two-tiered system of justice. Likewise, in Gallup's recent survey of America's confidence, Americans confidence in U.S. institutions, it notes, this year's poll marks a new lows in confidence for all three branches of the federal government. The Supreme Court, 25%, the Presidency, 23%, and Congress. Of 16 institutions tested, confidence in the the U.S. Congress sits at the very bottom with a scant 7%. Even though there is now record low confidence across all institutions, confidence in the office of the presidency suffered the the largest year-over-year drop in 2022, cratering to 15%. In other words, not only do Americans believe the country is lawless, they're also convinced that it is being run by a barrel of monkeys. Clearly, Americans get that we're living in a banana republic today. Just consider these three telltale signs. Number one, manipulation of language and mandatory leftist religion. The political left's most potent weapon is its penchant for undermining the meaning of words. For decades, Democrats have branded anything anti-theatical to their worldview as hateful and banned offending viewpoints from civic culture altogether. When authorities deconstruct biological sex so preposterously, that they can't even tell the difference between boys and girls, though they've lost the plot. 
One school board in Wisconsin is so fearful of the language police crashing through its doors that it has replaced all references to girls with sterilized language concerning a person with a vulva. When teachers are afraid to say girl out loud, it's banana republic time. Joe Biden and his communist brigades have tanked the economy and unleashed torrential infl inflation upon the country. In a less banana-y time, that would have huge, huge political consequences. But now his regime, enforcers, and media propagandists simply redefine the meaning of an economic recession in order to proclaim Allah, North Korea, that Americans have never been so well off. It's our topsy-turvy upside-down world where the government insists on establishing its own ministry of truth. Words don't mean squat. How can aborting a baby be called reproductive health care when it ends with at least one death? How can discrimination on the basis of a person's skin color be defined as equitable when it perpetuates racial inequality? Why do leftists describe transgender body mutilation, illegal immigration, abortion, and even mRNA vaccination as acts of love, while regularly condemning Christians as bigots and extremists? Why do Democrats fret that democracy is under attack when we don't live in one, while saying nothing of a t nothing of attacks on Americans' free speech, right to self-defense, and other individual rights, all supposedly guaranteed by the Bill of Rights. Why is every ordinary weather event now dressed up as evidence for human-created climate change? The answer is simple. Manipulative language perverts rational discussion of ideas and short-circuits reasonable debate. Propaganda distorts reality until nothing can be known as truth at all, unless it is officially sanctioned and blessed by the state. When government destroys objective meaning, it makes itself a New Age God. Number two, selective prosecution and political persecution. The federal Leviathan has two standing orders today. Number one, get Trump. And number two, protect the establishment uniparty and permanent bureaucratic deep state at all costs. When the intelligence community isn't busy framing President Trump as a Russian spy, the FBI and the DOJ are committed to slapping him with imaginary process crimes they'd never dare try against a Clinton, Biden, Bush, or Obama. That's one hell of a way to thank a president who took no salary while using his time in office to increase middle-class Americans' wealth, security, and future prospects. In the summer before the 2016 presidential election, 
FBI Director James Comey published uh, publicly, publicly articulated Hillary Clinton's criminal culpabilities for storing classified email on a private, unsecured server kept in a square bathroom in a spare bathroom before declaring imperiously that no reasonable prosecutor would bring a case against her. Obama's IRS got caught targeting conservatives for their political beliefs, but the president assured the nation that the obvious scandal revealed not even a smidgen of corruption within his administration. Attorney General Eric Holder, Obama's self-anointed wingman, was held in contempt of Congress for refusing to hand over documents relating to the fast and furious gun-running conspiracy. Yet his Department of Justice unsurprisingly declined to pursue criminal charges. In contrast, Americans have watched for six years as President Trump and his associates, including Steve Bannon, who was recently convicted for the same crime Eric Holder effortlessly eluded, have been hounded by an irredeemably corrupt DOJ and FBI, malicious state prosecutors, and a petty Machavalan Congress running shameless show trials devoid of due process and partiality or fairness. When Democrats routinely get a slap on the wrist, see Nancy Pelosi's drunk-driving, get-out-of-jail-free husband, as just the latest proof. And mega-Republicans get a never-ending clown show of Soviet justice, impeachment theater, and star chamber persecution all rolled rolled up into one rotten twist. Two-tiered justice is shockingly visible for all to see. And number three, forced citizen compliance and increased government dependence. Obedience plus financial obedience plus financial dependence equals enslavement to the state. This is the only math our Leviathan knows. Wealthy lawmakers don't mind bankrupting America if it means their control over us increases. Racial provocators don't mind burning cities to the ground if Antifa and Black Lives Matters shock troops can't intimidate Americans and docility into docility. Medical Menageries don't mind issuing unscientific orders arbitrarily enforcing experimental vaccine, mask, and travel restrictions if their perceived authority over Americans is permanently established. The religious zealots who worship climate change as a false idol do not mind if their aberrant worldview requires Americans to relinquish free will pray to false gods, and descend into the depths of both physical and spiritual poverty. The more Americans feel impoverished, the more they become dependent on handouts from the state. Welfare is hardly fair, because it always takes more from the soul than it gives. 
Because I said so, it's not a reasonable governing policy for any nation purporting to be free. But it does seem to encapsulate the Biden administration's obsessions with illegal mandates and policing thoughts and language. Between the government's COVID-1984 authoritarianism, its attacks on free speech it dislikes as misinformation deserving of censorship, and its spherical climate change alarmism unleashing skyrocketing food and fuel prices today. Rule by government fiat has quickly become the new norm. Totalitarianism, however, is neither new or normal. The World Economic Forum notoriously declared that Westerners would own nothing and be happy. Democrats' embrace of those wicked oligarchs build back better buffoonery and the guises of tax and spend climate change legislation, Marxist redistribution of wealth, and a militized IRS takes the WEF's plan for widespread indentured servitude to heart. When things fall apart, as they always do when communism is recycled into a progressive, trendy, or in this altogether new form, the D.C. despots will watch their international destruction of society unfold without feeling the slightest remorse. Their bureaucratic unaccountability, after all, is fueled by rampant narcissism. Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama will never apologize for their Russia hoax. High Priest Fauci will never apologize for nationwide mandates that destroyed livelihoods and took lives. That's just not who they are. So remember this. When the feds give you a banana republic, make banana daiquiris. Never miss an opportunity to point out how corrupt, vindictive, and illegitimate Washington, D.C.'s monkey class has become. Republicans, Democrats, I say a pox on both their houses. I think Lord Fauci and his medical mandators might have had a vaccine for that. Emergency broadcast system announcing the commencement of the annual purge sanctioned by the U.S. government. Weapons of class four and lower have been authorized for use during the purge. All other weapons are restricted. Government officials of ranking 10 have been granted immunity from the purge and shall not be harmed. Commencing at the siren, any and all crime, including murder, will be legal for 12 continuous hours. Subscribe to the Knights Party newspaper, The Crusader, the premier voice of white resistance in America. Published quarterly by the Knights Party of the Ku Klux Klan, the oldest and largest Ku Klux Klan in America. Actually, the oldest and largest white nationalist organization in America. Find out what's really happening today in our great country. A year subscription, mailed within the United States, is only $20. International delivery available as well. Call for rates and to start your subscription today. 
awesome God he is. Do you attend church? If you don't, you should. But be careful what church you attend, though. Many churches today preach that homosexuality and miscegenation are okay. Are they really? Not according to the Bible, they're not. If you want to hear God's true commands to his chosen people, then listen to the services from the Christian Revival Center in Harrison, Arkansas. Don't live near Harrison? You can still hear them on the Christian Revival Center YouTube channel. Search the Christian Revival Center in Harrison, Arkansas, and it should be right at the top of the list. Tap follow, and you'll be alerted every week when the new sermon is posted. What could be better than hearing God's true words right from the comfort of your own living room? Invite Pastor Rob and his family into your home every week. Okay, the first article I have for this evening, uh, if you don't find this disturbing, and uh, if you are a parent, well, you don't even have to be a parent. Uh, if you don't find this article disturbing, uh, there is definitely uh, something wrong with you. Now, you know, uh, schools uh, today are indoctrinating children, uh, telling little boys they can be little girls, uh, and vice versa. Uh, they share bathrooms, they share showers uh, in gym class. Uh, you know, they're being taught uh, critical race theory, uh, which is nothing more than to uh, try to shame white kids for being white. Uh, you know, it's a white Christian country that these non-whites are living in. So, uh, you know, what do you expect? And I'm going to give you a sample of here later on in the show. Uh how other non-white countries uh, treat white people. We'll see if they treat white people as first-class citizens. This article, though, uh, this comes from the news source Euroweb, or Euroweb, E-U-R-W-E-D dot com. The headline to this is, Franklin High School Teacher Appears to Promote Pedophilia in Classroom. Uh, you know, I've said for years, uh, the way this uh, homosexual agenda, this LGBTQ uh, uh, plus, uh, for a while I saw P at the end, and, you know, I kind of figured maybe that was uh, pedophilia, but it come out it was something else, and that, that, uh, that letter just uh, uh, suddenly disappeared. But I said with this uh, uh, queer movement going on in America, I said sooner or later, watch and see if they don't try to legalize uh, child molestation. And I still say that. I do believe uh, the time is going to come unless we stand uh, together and stand against this homosexual agenda in America. Uh, this is going to happen, people. Uh, the article here, in case you need another reason to homeschool your kids, an English teacher at Franklin High School was recorded by one of her students 
seemingly defending pedophilia. Uh, you know, there, it said, uh, in, in case you need another reason to homeschool, uh, I'm going to give you this uh, website quick, www.whitepridehomeschool.com. Get your kids out of this. Uh, you know, parents today uh, can't say that they don't have time to homeschool their children because they just did it over uh, Chinese flu. Uh, so you can't say you don't have time. Make time. Uh, you know, children shouldn't have to go to school uh, uh, listening to a teacher uh, defend Chet. Uh, after the, the rest of the story here, uh, after video of the moment hit social media, some of her students were quick to note that the clip is being taken out of context. The recording comes as loony liberals attempt to normalize adult sex with children. Instead of referring to child sex groomers as perverted pedophiles, there is a growing movement in America that has decided the term pedophile is offensive and that it should be replaced with minor attracted person, or MAP for short. In America today, people find the word pedophile offensive, but they don't find it offensive for an adult to have sex with children. Uh, where did this come from? Uh, how, how could you possibly think that? Uh, members of the pro-child sex movement want you to believe that there is a distinct difference between a pedo and a map. That is a minor attracted person. You can Google the convoluted de uh, definitions yourself. Now, I didn't dilute it. Uh, and my, a, a chat is a chat is a chat. There is no, uh, and why would there be, a polite name to call a child molester? Because the word child molester or pedophile is offensive to some people. You know, the word pedophile, the only reason that a person could find that offensive is if they are exactly that, a chet, a child molester. Uh, you know, just like uh, I've said many times, uh, with this queer movement in America, they got so many different names for it uh, now today. I remember when I was growing up, if a man uh, dressed as a woman, they were called a uh, transvestite. Now, that, uh, I guess, became too offensive for uh, queens like to dress in the opposite sex clothes. Uh, uh, transgender. But you have the term transgender, you have bisexual. Uh, I don't even know half of the uh, names anymore in that alphabet of the LG, well, lesbian, uh, gay, bisexual, transsexual, and the, the list goes on for all these names. There's one name for what each of these people are. There's one name. You're a homosexual. You are a queer and uh, God himself destroyed two cities in the Bible, Sodom and Gomorrah, for the same thing. You know, uh, uh, bisexual, transsexual, lesbian. Uh, 
those names are used to sugarcoat what they actually are uh, to make it more, um, I guess, uh, tolerable uh, to other people that may not feel the way they do, just to try to win uh, over some people. But it, whatever you call yourself, you are a homosexual, a queer. Uh, I could find some other names uh, as well, but this is Family Friendly Radio. Uh, now I'm going to play the uh, uh, audio to this at the end of the sh uh, this article, but I'll go ahead and uh, read uh, what this teacher says. Um, now this is uh, an English teacher at Franklin High School in El Paso, Texas. Remember that Franklin High School in El Paso, Texas. Google that school. Call that school email that school, and demand that this teacher be removed. You don't have to live in El Paso, people. I mean, uh, show some compassion for your white brothers and sisters that are living uh, elsewhere. You know, just because your life may be okay uh, where you're at, it's not going to be okay forever. So, you know, uh, take the initiative to help your white brothers and sisters. If you're on the East Coast, it shouldn't matter if this is happening uh, on the West Coast, email these schools. Put a stop to it. Uh, other legislature that you don't like. It doesn't have to be in your town, your state even. Email and call the state representatives. Use your voice. And I always say this too. Uh, don't send racial slurs, um, talks of violence, uh, or use hate speech. Because... Uh, when these places get that type of an email, they will just write you off as a buffoon idiot and uh, be over with it. But if you send them an intelligent uh, email, this is what will make change. This is what they'll fear because they, they will see that you are not some uh, backwoods buffoon uh, sending these emails. They fear intelligent people, because they know intelligent people can make the change. Uh, now, uh, reportedly instructs students to not judge someone just because they want to have sex with a five-year-old. And she tells them to call them minor attracted persons instead. Um, now, like I said, I will... Uh, finish well you know what uh, before I even finish the article uh, I'm going to play that uh, video uh, so there I just read uh, what is in this video uh, now the video the whole thing you didn't really see the whole classroom uh, the child that was uh, videoing this you see a table and uh, you can hear the teacher and uh, the children uh, talking back and forth so uh, here it is I'm going to play this uh, audio, and then I'll uh, uh, come back here and uh, finish the article. Uh, but here we go. Listen to this. Okay there. Uh, now you've heard that. 
I've heard what this teacher was saying to the children. Uh, and there's more to this story. And anybody that listens to my show uh, knows that I don't read these articles beforehand uh, because I don't want a, uh, a uh, prepared uh, thing to say. Uh, I don't want it to sound prepared. So if the article looks good, if the headline looks good, uh, I'll grab the article. And then as I'm reading it here, uh, it's the first time that I have read it. Uh, as I'm going over it with you, uh, my listeners. Now, this article I did look at because uh, I got the audio clip. I had to uh, record the audio clip for the show. So I went ahead and uh, read this article. Uh, now, you heard the the, the, article, uh, the uh, audio. So now I'm going to finish the article here, and then you tell me what you think. Uh, the article uh, goes on here. Some might say this unnamed teacher... At Franklin appears to be part of this pro-pedo agenda as she was caught on camera telling her classroom not to judge a person who wants to have sex with a child. The incident reportedly occurred in the teacher's class Monday. It was recorded by one student's cell phone and shared on, shared on a local blogger's Facebook account, CBS4 Reports. The Post warns parents to be vigilant. Talk to your kids. Be involved with your schools. Make your voice heard. Vote. In the video, the teacher is heard saying, stop calling them that. You're not allowed to label people like that. Stop it, Diego. We are not going to call them that. We are going to call them MAPS, which stands for Minor Attracted Person. So don't judge people just because they want to have sex with a five-year-old. Uh, a student who was in the class told CBS4, the video has been taken out of context. Oh, really? How do you take that out of context? Uh, the story continues here. She, the teacher, was expressing how it was ridiculous how we, society might not be able to call people pedophiles. That we, society, will probably have to start calling them MAPS because it can be offensive to them, pedophiles. The class agreed, uh, said the student. The student hopes the teacher is not reprimanded or fired because she is loved and well-respected by fellow students. Once the video hit social media, the school was reportedly flooded with calls demanding that the teacher be fired. Now keep this in mind, flooded with calls. I tell, tell you guys all the time, when you see things like this going on, even if it isn't in your area, get involved. Call these places, email these places, and ask them why they are teaching this to children in school. And here, uh, that school was flooded with calls. Uh, the El Paso Independent School District reportedly responded by launching an investigation. I am glad the school is taking this seriously and investigating, and I look forward to seeing their results, said Chrissy Rumpf, who commented on the Facebook post. This is an 18-second snippet that sounds horrific, but it's also without any context of what the lesson or conversation was. Number one... 
there sure as hell shouldn't be a uh, conversation with school students about child molesters, about chets. Uh, What happened to biology, science, arithmetic, reading, writing, English? Uh, You know, when I went to school, the teachers weren't talking about chets and a new proper name for chets, uh, maps, minor attracted people. This does not belong in the school systems anywhere in America, no matter what the excuse is. Uh, Try to clean this up as much as you want, but are you okay with your child going to school with a teacher uh, saying things like this, whether she meant it or not? This is not a, a topic that should be taught to children or even talked about. Uh, I don't care what the excuse is this teacher's using, but to actually have that kind of a conversation and that kind of a discussion in your classroom, that tells me you're a pedophile. You know, I don't go to the grocery store and run into a friend there and start talking about pedophiles or chats. And I'm shown either. That should be the last thing on a teacher's mind and surely to God the last thing on a child's mind. You know, when uh, I went to school, parents taught your children don't talk to strangers. It had nothing to do with sex. You you know, uh, 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 people weren't telling uh, children when I went to school that, oh, if this keeps up, maybe someday we'll have to call these minor attracted people instead of pedophiles, because it's offensive. That whole discussion does not belong in any school in America. Uh, and that this uh, uh, other uh, uh, Chet-friendly uh, person that left this comment on this uh, uh, other person's uh, Facebook post, this is an 18-second snippet that sounds horrific. But it's also without any context of what the lesson or conversation was. If that's all that was said, then definitely not okay, and action needs to be taken. But it's 18 seconds of a 90-minute class period, and before stringing up the teacher, I'd like to know more about the intent of the lesson being presented and how students interpret it, Rumpf added. Uh, yeah. Like, I, okay, this is 18 seconds. What the hell was talked about for 90 minutes about child molesters, about pedophiles, about sex of any kind? Uh, This teacher needs removed uh, from the classroom immediately. This person is not fit to be around children. Uh, And like I said, even... Even if it was taken out of context, this isn't something that should be discussed in school. Uh, The whole 90 minutes was probably pro-queer, and then the pedophilia come into it. And, you know, in in my opinion, what I see here, I see this teacher testing the waters, grooming her students... For a purpose. That's what I see.
Now, you can't tell me that you're in school uh, talking about child molesters uh, for no reason. It's out of text. It just come up. Well, I don't buy it. Uh, Let's see. Okay, uh, this next article uh, I have, uh, this was sent in... uh, or sent to me, uh, not to the show, sent privately to me from a loyal listener to the show. Uh, And I saw this uh, uh, article before, and it just just didn't click. Uh, But anyhow, uh, this is a very good and important article. And it shows you, uh, this will show you what... uh, uh, America's institutions think of you as a white person. Uh, this article was sent to me by uh, uh, Freedom D. Uh, I don't give whole names uh, on the show, but uh, Freedom D uh, knows who I'm talking about. Uh, thank you very much for this article. And uh, we're going to go over this right now. Uh I believe Freedom D's article, I think it was a different news source, uh, but this is the same uh, article, but I think it's a, a different uh, a news source. This is from the Daily Caller. Uh, the headline is, Bank of America Institutes New Explicitly Racist Mortgage Program. Imagine that. You know, you would think that all these businesses that were... Uh, uh, so um, pro-non-white in America, uh, you, you would think that Bank of America would have seen what happened to, oh, let's say, Coca-Cola, uh, Starbucks, uh, the, the many other uh, non-white worshipping uh, businesses. Uh, they go under. Uh, you know, you, when, when you want to cater to 13% of our population, which is black, 13%, White, 68%. Uh, where's the business? Uh, I don't know where these people would have went to business school because uh, it doesn't equal out. Now, like I said, in most businesses, uh, the 13% uh, black population, now I don't know the, the, the statistics, but we'll say half, uh, probably don't have jobs that they would buy anything anyhow. So, you know, uh, you're catering to, what, 6.5%, 6.5% of the population. And then these places wonder why they go under. You know, many times uh, you'll see uh, a business uh, pro-non-white, uh, pro-homosexual. And now when it falls through, they backpedal and try to kiss Americans' asses uh, to come back and do business with them. Let me tell you something. Uh, when lion shows its stripes, you know it's intent. So these places that uh, were all pro-queer, uh, pro-non-white, uh, whether they backpedal or not, that's not, they've already shown what's in their hearts. <clears throat> uh, this article, Bank of America announced Tuesday a new zero down payment, zero closing cost mortgage for first-time minority home buyers. Imagine that. Imagine that. Uh, you have white people struggling to keep a roof over their head, uh, and especially now with the uh, high inflation. 
you know, white people, good white people are losing their homes. And uh, Bank of America, uh, uh, if you're a non-white, you can get a zero down payment and a zero closing cost mortgage. Uh, for first-time minority buyers. Now, I'll get to that uh, in a minute, because uh, first-time minority homeowners, uh, you know, uh, they'll jump on the bandwagon. But I'll, I'll get to that in a minute. Uh, the trial program is aimed at helping first-time home buyers from Hispanic and black neighborhoods with the offer of mortgages without requiring down payments, closing costs, or minimum credit scores, according to a statement released by Bank of America. Now, minimum credit scores. These scumbags don't even, don't even have to have good credit. Uh, you know, um, I've never bought a home myself, but I imagine the bank puts you through the ringers to make sure you're going to have the money take good on your mortgage. But no, not your back or uh, bank. Uh, customers who want to use the program will instead be evaluated based on factors such as history of rental payments, utilities, phone, and auto insurance, the statement noted. You know, <coughs> well, I'll get back to that, too. Uh, well, no, we'll get to it now. Um, history of rental payments. And this is only for first-time buyers. So, so we'll take the uh, a black race, which the Hispanic is the same, I'm sure, in different areas of the country, but uh, in my neck of the woods. Um so if you're black and you're a first-time home buyer, chances are you've never been or had good enough credit to get a home. So what this is saying also is blacks and Hispanics can get a free roof over their head, or pretty much, you know, the start of it. And we have veterans living on the streets in cardboard boxes. Uh, the article continues here. Oh, well, and it says uh, rental payments. A history of rental payments. Now, let's face it. Uh, when America, when our government first built uh, affordable housing, because that's what it was called. It was called affordable housing. It wasn't called the projects. It wasn't called the ghetto. It wasn't called the drug den. It was affordable housing. And what it was supposed to be built for was white Americans that were working and couldn't afford a nice place. Uh, so, you know, it made uh, somebody, say, making minimum wage, they could afford this place because the government paid part of the rent. But that was a stipulation. Working people. Now, we know uh, by driving by any project uh, in America, you see windows busted out, trash 
uh, all over the place. The hallways aren't safe to walk through. Uh, this is what happened to uh, affordable housing for white people that work. It's uh, a den, uh, pretty much drug houses. Let's face it. You have black drug dealers making, and some of them, uh, uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars a month pushing drugs. So they have no income to show. So they can go to these projects, what was meant for working people, uh, claim no income, and pay maybe 25 or $30 in the projects. Uh, good white working people can't get in the project. Well, they wouldn't want uh, in the projects. Uh, I know uh, an area close to me that uh, has some projects. And now this town only has uh, about 10, 12,000 people. So it's not some big uh, city. But they have projects there. And there's four or five buildings of projects. And it is that bad in the buildings that Fox's Pizza will not deliver a pizza inside. If you live there and you order a pizza, you have to go to the parking lot to pick it up because uh, they won't go in. And listen, uh, th this town uh, that's nearby, uh, 10 to 12,000 people, uh, 12, 12 max, is probably only 2 or 3% black. Uh, it doesn't take a high percentage of blacks in any area to destroy it. But now back to this article, their history of rental payments. Uh, the bastards have lived off of Whitey uh, in the projects for a couple of dollars a month, making hundreds of thousands of dollars while they're pushing drugs. And they get preference, not preference, They'll look at their rental payment, which was nothing. You know, and there you could have a, uh, uh, a white person that's working that isn't making a lot of money that would like to buy a home. Uh, they can't get one. But if you're black, making thousands of dollars selling drugs, living in the projects for $25, $50 a month, you can get a new home. Uh, utilities, uh, phone and auto insurance. Phones, they all walk around, they got the Obama phone for free. Well, it isn't free, folks. The government pays the bill. But where does the government get the money? Our government doesn't make any money. The only money they generate is what's taken from us taxpayers. So their uh, utilities, uh, probably I'd imagine in the projects, utilities are probably included, and uh, auto insurance. Well, of course they, they pay their auto insurance. Uh, they got to be driving the BMWs and, uh, you know, uh, like that. And, you know, do they think people are stupid? 
you have a nice BMW sitting outside of the projects, and here comes some ass clown black person with uh, a gold grill, chains all around his neck, wearing a Rolex, coming out of the projects, that's where he lives, and gets in his BMW. Get real. Do you think we're that stupid? Uh, the story continues here. The goal of the program is to get 60,000 individuals and families into affordable housing by 2025. So now they're calling this getting their own home affordable housing. Guess what? It's going to be trashed. Is Bank of America crazy? Maybe their uh, CEO ought to go around, drive around to projects, and look at the shape they're in. Because that's what's going to happen to the homes. You know, uh, when they don't make their payments, their monthly mortgage payments, Bank of America will take possession of the home. And it ain't going to be worth nothing. Because it'll be destroyed. Now, uh, the company has so far provided more than $9.5 billion and down payment loans, and $350 million in non-repayable down payment or closing cost grants, according to the statement. $350 million. $9.5 billion. Billion in down payment loans. Uh is only expected to launch in Dallas, Detroit, Los Angeles, Miami, uh, and Charlotte, North Carolina, according to Bloomsburg, or Bloomberg, according to Bloomberg. Wow. Detroit, Los Angeles, Miami, Charlotte, and Dallas. Um, well, uh, none of those places. I don't know so much about Dallas, but Detroit, Los Angeles, Miami. Uh, I don't know uh, what Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, I don't know what their black population is, but Detroit, Los Angeles, uh, Miami. Uh, you know, uh, this is inviting um, uh, blacks with their hands hanging out into these cities. To get a free house, pretty much. Or at least just a mortgage payment that probably isn't uh, uh, much more than what rent would cost. They'll probably get a deal on that as well. Uh, people could use other mechanisms to define their creditworthiness, buy a home, and build their wealth. BOFA's head of neighborhood and community lending in Charlotte, A.J. Barkley told Bloomberg, applicants to the program do not have to have do not have to disclose their race, as U.S. Census data will be used to determine eligible neighborhoods. Barkley told the outlet. Now wait a minute. What do you mean they don't have to disclose the race? It's only for uh, Hispanic and Black people. Uh, the announcement has been met with mixed reactions across social media. MarketWatch reported some are comparing the process uh, to that of subprime loans, which contributed to the global financial crisis in 2008, forcing many homeowners into homelessness, 
the outlet noted. Uh, then uh, somebody said, is this an adjustable rate mortgage? Because black neighborhoods have already been devastated by predatory loans, uh, wrote one Twitter user, according to uh, MarketWatch. I trust BOA as far as I can throw it. Others have called out the program for its blatant racial overtones. It's racism against whites. And I say it all the time. America was founded as and intended to remain a white Christian country. Uh, this killed you. You could tell this was a black person that said this. Cuz. C-U-Z. Cuz. Black neighborhoods have already been dev devastated by predatory loans. Now, black neighborhoods aren't just uh, haven't been devastated by predatory loans. Black neighborhoods and cities have been devastated by black people living in them. That's why the cities are devastated. And that is a fact. And what happened over the uh, so-called peaceful protests of uh, 2020? Uh, the Democrats uh, left the blacks destroy and burn these cities to the ground. And then guess what? They want Whitey to rebuild them. You know, I say, and, you know, things are leaning more and more towards uh, segregation. But black people don't want to call it segregation. Because to, true segregation would cut the blacks from Whitey uh, doing anything for them. Uh, we know how that would go. Look at the tribes in uh, the African jungle. That's where they would be without Whitey. So, you know, blacks don't want to call it segregation. That's a bad word. But it's exactly what it is. And I say segregate. And segregate totally. Blacks live one place, whites live another. You know, you have uh, in colleges these safe places for black people uh, that are afraid their feelings will get hurt. Uh I did a story a while back about two black students uh, sitting at a table, and a white guy went to sit down. He got out his uh, 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 laptop to do his lesson, and the two black girls told him he was in the wrong area. That was the black safe zone. That's what I say segregate. Totally. Uh, blacks govern themselves. Blacks build their own uh, grocery stores. You know, if they thought it was bad because they had to sit in the back of the bus and uh, uh, had their own water fountain, I say back to that, only segregated totally. Uh, they're 13% of the population. Give them three states, build a big wall, they ain't allowed out of it, and Whitey ain't allowed in it. There you are, build what you want, and guess what? America's no longer racist. You got your own damn spot in the corner of the country, and don't ask us for a damn dime. Nothing. Nothing. And we know how that would work out. We'd end up getting those three states back in a short period of time because they'd have each other killed off. They can't breed quick enough uh, uh, to keep building because they, ki they kill more than they have. And they kill what they have. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's a win-win for Whitey, and the black gets what he wants. Don't tiptoe around at once segregation just in spots uh, uh, where Whitey still has to fund you and carry your ass. 
You want segregation? I'm all for it. But total segregation. And you know what? If America did that and any blacks complained about it, a free trip back to the motherland. Off to Africa you go. Wonder how many takers you'd have. You know, what irritates me, these non-whites, and especially the blacks, know they cannot survive without whitey. Yet they kick us in the nuts every morning. Every morning. You know, uh, a white person crawls out of bed. You know, uh, uh, you crawl out of bed. You might as well just ask your wife to kick you in the nuts as hard as she can. Because you're going to get screwed sometime through the day. You're going to be called a racist. You're going to be called a white supremacist. You're going to be called a bigot. And you know what? Let them call you that. I'm called that. I'm called all kinds of names. Uh, now, I haven't had any uh, lately, uh, but some of my early shows, I even got death threats. Uh, you know, and I welcome them uh, as well, too. Email them in. I know the enemy listens to the show. I know you do. Uh, I've been booted from more places than I can uh, account for. I've been permanently permanently banned from Facebook three times. Uh, I can't have a, a WordPress anything. I used to have a uh, blog uh, on uh, WordPress. Somebody complained about that, caught me booted. Uh, the show here, uh, the show uh, Rust Belt Clansman used to be on uh, Google Podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, TuneIn, Radio Public, uh, and there were several other ones. They all booted me. Uh, now the show is, is here on White Pride Radio. And I do ask uh, that uh, you listen to it on White Pride Radio, uh, on, on Alt-Right TV, because that is uh, support for um, uh, the Knights Party. Uh, I am a lifetime member of the Knights Party of the Ku Klux Klan. Uh, my listeners, regular listeners, know this. Uh, so I do ask that you listen to the show, if you can, on uh, White Pride Radio. Now, I do know, and I advertise the show, uh, that it is on Spotify and also Podbean. Uh, if your area has what, uh, AltRightTV.com uh, blocked, uh, because it is blocked in uh, uh, many areas. I know Germany. Uh, Germany can't get uh, uh, to White Pride Radio. Um, and there's places uh, here in America, too, uh, that are blocked from it. So I, I put it on Spotify for those people, the ones that can't listen uh, on uh, White Pride Radio. But uh, please listen to uh, the show here. Uh, that shows because we can see uh, you know, how many uh, listeners and such uh, that are there. Uh, but anyhow, uh, I want to thank again uh, Freedom D for that article. Uh, excellent article. Excellent. I, I really appreciate you uh, saying that to me. So uh, thank you again, Freedom D, for your leadership. Uh, let's see what do we have next here. Okay, let me find this. You know, I did a uh, article about that school, uh, the pedo-friendly uh, teacher. And I say this all the time about contacting people. And this article said uh, they were flooded with calls. Now, he got all out. 
And I'm going to help my listeners out here. Uh, this article comes and the headline is, Kentucky School District Includes CRT, Whiteness Theory, Teacher Training. The Jefferson County Public Schools in Louisville, Kentucky, hosted a Racial Equity Institute this summer, including presentations about racial equity and anti-racist math, according to reports. Uh, The math is simple. uh, uh, Why it's racist is because um, dumb people, uh, non-whites, can't catch on to it. That's why it's racist. Uh, Now, anybody that's uh, never listened to the show, I'll just go through this quick. Uh, California did this a year or so ago. Uh, They come out that uh, math was racist because uh, uh, non-whites couldn't catch on. And what they did in the California school system was they told the teachers to grade their children by race. Not by smarts, by race. Which meant that if uh, the teacher put on the board 2 plus 2 equals, if Mary raised her hand and said 2 plus 2 equals 4, Mary was correct. That is the correct answer. Now, little Toby, if he raised his hand and said 2 plus 2 equals this many while holding up three fingers, because Toby is uh, 70, uh, average IQ of 70, and uh, he just don't, uh, the wheels just don't turn upstairs. Because he's black and stupid, his answer is correct as well. So this is what they mean by anti-racist math. Non-whites are too stupid to catch on. This is why I always say you cannot mix superior people with inferior people. You cannot mix civilized people with uncivilized people. But here in America, uh, we drop our grade point averages... So any non-white dumbass can get a diploma. It may take them 16 years and a 12-year education, but they'll they'll get that diploma. I mentioned this before. Uh, There was a girl's family, a black girl's family, in uh, I believe it was Baltimore, Maryland. Their daughter graduated, graduated the 12th grade and couldn't read. Could not read. Uh, This is what we're churning out, uh, trying to uh, uh, cater to uh, stoop-de-doops. Back to this article, though. Uh, Jason Anger and Daniel Buck reported on the event in the Chalkboard Review and called the training the greatest hits list of radical progressive ideas. Topics and presentation given by... Uh, Atherton High School assistant principal, Dr. Judy Julie Chancellor, included critical race theory, implicit bias rating, whiteness theory, and historical cause of inequity. The historical cause of inequity. Yeah, I guess it is uh, historical uh, uh, that um, uh, non-whites are uh, at an intellectual disadvantage. Uh, uh, My belief as a Christian identist is that the Israelites spoken of in the Bible, they weren't Jews. They weren't Jews. God hates the Jews. The Jews killed Jesus. Uh, 
but the, the historical causes of inequity, what I was getting at, God didn't create the races equal, and man isn't going to make them equal. Period. Uh, we, as the white race, are superior. No, no white man uh, got up one morning and hollered out his window, damn it, white people are supre uh, superior. God made us superior. So to act or think like you are anything less than superior is a slap in the face to God. Why would you try to denounce the gifts that God gave us? Why? Uh, so, yeah, it is a historical uh, cause of inequity. Blacks aren't equal to whites. But that's God's doing. That's how God created us. Uh, my belief is um, uh, the black race, the blacks, I believe what they were referred to in the Bible were the beasts of the field. Uh, you don't have to believe that. But that is my belief. I'm allowed to have that belief, just as you're allowed to have your belief. I give you news articles, and I go through these, and I explain things. So it, it, it should be plain and simple to see. You're not going to get equality with superior and inferior people mixed. You're not. It's not going to happen, no matter how hard you try. Call me racist, but hey, I don't care. Uh, you know, when somebody calls me a white supremacist, I say, absolutely, thank you. God made me that. So, you know, I, don't, I really don't care what anybody calls me. Uh, the training recommended books such as Ibram X. Kendi's How to Be an Anti-Racist and White Fragility according to the report. Chancellor's presentation stated that racism is so pervasive in society, it's almost invisible. <laughs> and it affects education, specifically. Imagine, racism, racism is so pervasive in society, it's almost invisible. How does that make sense? If white people are so racist, they're white Christian. How can it be almost invisible? See, this is where they try to get you. You know, your average white person can look around and see uh, what's going on. They know they're not being racist by loving their own people. So the mainstream media has to tell you that uh, we're that racist that we make it invisible. Uh, nobody can see the racism. Because we're that good at making it invisible. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, I'm not even going to finish that article. Uh, but I told you uh, I was going to make it easy for you. Uh, I said, and I've been saying, that uh, people need to contact these places when they see this kind of stuff uh, going on. Because our voices are powerful. And don't be selfish. Uh, like I said, because you live in a nice white neighborhood, uh, some of your white brothers and sisters do not. Uh, don't be that greedy uh, that you don't care about your brothers and sisters, maybe clear across the coast, any state. Take care of each other. We're either going to stand together 
or we're going to die together. Uh, because the plan for America, as all other uh, European countries, is white genocide. White genocide. Uh, so, uh, that article that I just did, here's how you can contact the Jefferson County Public Schools in Louisville, Kentucky. And don't get, uh, uh, don't talk of violence. Uh, uh, don't use racial slurs. Just ask them why teachers are being taught that white people in their own white Christian country are bad people. You know, they get flooded with enough emails and phone calls. They'll change it. They will. But use your brains. Uh, you know, uh, like I said, if you send in racial slurs and talks of violence and things like that, you'll be written off as a buffoon. Uh, so, you know, that won't matter. But when they see that you're smart and you're sick and tired of what's going on uh, in the nation, it will change. And here is the phone number to Jefferson County Public Schools in Louisville, Kentucky, that put their teachers this summer through critical race training, uh, white fragility, and how to teach children, white children, to be ashamed of themselves and try to erase uh, our history. Here's the phone number. Area code 502 313 Four three five seven. If you don't want to call uh, and actually talk to someone, uh, you know some people may be shy about that. You can email the school. Their email address. This is all lowercase letters. Jcps dot help at Jefferson dot schools dot us. There's their email. Send them an email and ask them. Why are you teaching, training teachers to teach white children to be ashamed of their race and erase our history? You know, if blacks don't like our history, get the hell out. Leave. I've said this before. We didn't enslave black people. You know, black people in America, they want reparations. you got to go to where it started from because the Jews bought you from black slave owners in Africa. There's, there's who had you. There's who enslaved you, your own people. Uh, that's what I mean. It's easy to see that the average IQ of a black person is 70. It's easy to see. Because you would think that they would think back, uh, you know, uh, before you had a job here picking cotton to earn your keep, food, clothing, housing, just like a job does. Uh, a lot of people have jobs in the fields. You don't hear them bitch about it. They do it for those things. Food, shelter, clothing. Uh, but uh, email the school and ask them why, why they are training teachers, or why did they train teachers this summer to uh, uh, teach the target uh, towards uh, white children. And now the uh, article about the uh, pedo-supporting teacher. Look it up. You know how long it took me to find uh, uh, that Kentucky school's email address and phone number? Oh, about under a minute. Google it. It isn't hard. 
And if you don't want your email traced back to you, do this. Uh, the Google Play Store, also, you can get one online, uh, Proton Email. Google Play Store, look up Proton. They have VPNs. Uh, they have an emails, uh, free uh, versions as well. Uh, I use Proton. The place is in, it, it's out of a hillside in Switzerland. It's encrypted. People have it. You know, uh, what's that or how to trace back. Now, don't use it for uh, uh, sending places, uh, threats of violence and racial slurs. Uh, because, like I said, when you do stuff like that, uh, you take it as a phone. Uh, use your and use, uh, be intelligent about it. Be professional about it. Get that uh, email address. So you can get out of the skin counter and use your one. You have to wait use Proton mail all the time. But you could use Proton mail to uh, address these things going on in America uh, to contact these places. Uh, private. Like Google, uh, where your things are being probably as hiding them. Uh, let's see here. A little over an hour. I have uh, one more article that I really want to do. Uh, well, I had a bunch here that I want to do. Uh, but I am running short on time. Let me find uh, this article. Now, now I always say, hear me say this on know all the time. Uh, you know, non-whites think that we are so uh, racist towards them. And uh, they're fighting for uh, equality in our country. And, you know, I told you before, how many non-white countries do you think cater to white people with you know like a country uh, well we'll say Nigeria a black country do you think they cater to white people think about it this uh, article comes from the news source uh, DIY photography Net. The headline is, Nigeria becomes first country to ban white models in advertisements. Far cry from what happens in America, isn't it? Uh, they have to uh, 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 miscegenate every commercial. You see some uh, white woman uh, with a black man, a mud, a mud shark, and vice versa, uh, a white man with a black woman, a mud shark there as well, too. Uh, you see it on TV. You see uh, pictures of people sitting down to a family meal, and there's about three different races sitting at the table. Get real, people. You know, you you, you have a, a a white mom sitting there, a black dad, an Asian kid, a little pygmy uh, from the jungles of Africa, and then some other half-breed sitting at the table, and this is what they want you to think a family is. See, they're trying to break down the nuclear family of America. White mom, white dad, four white children. At least four white children. They don't want that. They want to mongrelize everybody. You, know, you, you would have, well, you know what this would be like if that was to happen? Uh, all this uh, 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 miscegenation stuff going on. You know what uh, uh, Earth would be? 
Planet of the Apes. Pun intended. <laughs> that, that's what Earth would turn out to be. Planet of the Apes, full of nothing but uh, mongrels. And uh, this is what the Jew wants. This is where all this nonsense comes from. The queer campaign, uh, equality for blacks. The Jew whispered in the blacks' ear, hey, they owe you something. You were slaves. Uh, and the black is too stupid uh, to look anything up and realize anything. Well, they can't read uh, some, but uh, they don't realize that the Jew that's putting this in their ear are the ones that brought them from Africa to be slaves. And that their original slave masters were black. You know, you got to go to the root if you want reparations. If you don't like how you were treated or what happened to you, I go back to who did it to you. Your own people. For God's sakes, the black race can't even get along with itself. Or most non-white races can't get along with themselves. Uh, hence the gang, the gang wars. Uh, but anyhow, yeah, here, Nigeria becomes the first country to ban white models and advertisements. Sounds a lot different than here, doesn't it? You know, a, a black nation, a black country, doesn't want white people in their ads. Why? Because we don't belong. White people don't belong in Nigerian ads. White people really shouldn't even be in Nigeria. So, uh, the idea... Now, I'm not even going to read the article. You can look it up. It's, it's from uh, doityourselfphotography.net. But uh, Nigeria uh, is banning white models and advertisements. And I don't blame them. I don't blame them a bit. Nigeria is a black country. They shouldn't have white models. Uh, they shouldn't have whites in commercials or whatever they do uh, over there for entertainment. Uh uh, white people shouldn't be involved. White people should have a non-white government and a non-white country's government. There should not be a white person in a non-white country's government. And vice versa, there should be no non-whites in our white government. This is a white country. Uh, you know, uh, it's okay in our white Christian country for blacks to raise a fist and scream, Black Lives Matter. But it's wrong if the white person screams power. Now, uh, <laughs> imagine that. Go to Nigeria as a white person and uh, raise your fist and scream, white power. See what happens to you. Just try it one time. Well, you already have to have to try it one time. Because then it turned out real good for you. I promise you that. Uh, anyhow, I'm going to wrap this up uh, Tuesday evening. Uh, I'll be here on Thursday, September 8th at 7 p.m. Eastern, uh, two, two evenings from now. Uh, look me up on VK and uh, Donald Trump's site, uh, True Social. The show is on True Social at the Rust Belt Klansman Show. And I personally am on uh, True Social at, at Sir Paul Brown.
Um, VK, that's Russia's alternative to uh, Facebook here in America, and ironically, uh, you have free speech on uh, VK. Uh, I can advertise nights party-related things, uh, things like that. You know, I couldn't even advertise the Christian Revival Center's sermon from Pastor Thomas Robb on Facebook. I would get 30-day blocks. And then finally, uh, they just uh, banned me for life. VK, I advertise all kinds of Knights Party things. I put Knights Party press releases uh, on VK, and I personally have never had a problem. Uh, you can email the Rust Belt Klansman Show, email straight to the show, if you have uh, news articles, um, something uh, on your chest, uh, you like the show, you dislike the show, uh, this is a free country, you don't have to like the show, um, you know, uh, uh, people that would uh, come up to me and say, you know, I think your show sucks. Uh, I think you're a racist. You're allowed to have that opinion. I don't hold that against you. Uh, oh, the the email address. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm getting carried away here looking for something and uh, talk at the same time. Uh, the email into the show is heyrustbeltclansman at mail.com. It's all lowercase letters. Very simple. Hey, Rust Belt Klansman at mail.com. You can also call into the show at area code 412-254-6226. Uh, leave a voice message or a text. Uh, I read. Uh, I don't answer the phone. I don't have time uh, uh, for that. Uh, but I, I read all my emails. I listen to all my voice messages. And I read all my texts. So if you send me an article, uh, you will definitely hear from me. Uh, you will get a thank you uh, if you uh, email or call in uh, with a question. I will answer you. Uh, you know, um, uh, I'm here for uh, my listeners. So uh, utilize that email address and uh, phone number. Okay, now I am going to try to find what I was looking for. That sounds like a U2, uh, U2 song. Okay. Uh, we are uh, going to end the show, uh, as always, uh, how I've been doing uh, with the prayer. But before we do the prayer, uh, I want to advertise an event. Uh, the Knights Party uh, uh, Clan Congress uh, uh, the Fellowship and Family Gathering, uh, that is over. That was uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, I hope uh, uh, some of my listeners went. Uh, a good time. Uh, also, uh, Pastor Thomas Robb will be speaking at the annual Faith Baptist Church Homecoming Conference, September 16th, 17th, and 18th. Uh, pastor Thomas Robb is the pastor also uh, of his church, uh, the Christian Revival Center. Uh, you can find you can listen to uh, Pastor Thomas Robb's Sunday sermons on the YouTube channel. Uh, type in the Christian Revival Center in Harrison, Arkansas. It should be right up at the top. Uh, the sermon live sermon is uh, every Sunday at 11 a.m. Uh, central time, and you know, I'm sure 
nobody can just pack up and uh, travel hundreds of miles for a sermon, but you can watch it. It's usually posted uh, to the Christian Revival YouTube channel uh, between Monday and Wednesday uh, of every week. So you can sit in the comfort of your home and uh, hear the Bible uh, preached the way it was supposed to be, uh, the way it is supposed to be uh, preached. It's not sugar-coated, very informative. I'll say that. At the very least, it's very informative. Um, The best sermons uh, I've ever heard in my life, uh, I listen to them uh, myself. Uh, But Pastor Thomas Robb, not only is he the pastor of the Christian Revival Center, his church, uh, he is also the national director of the Knights Party of the Ku Klux Klan. Uh, this um, uh, annual uh, Faith Baptist Church Homecoming Conference is September 16th, 17th, and 18th. The conference is sponsored by Pastor Everett Ramsey of Faith Baptist Church in Houston, Missouri. Uh, attendance is free. Uh, you can go for free, uh, people. There's there's no reason. The same uh, with the... Uh, uh, a nice party gathering there over Labor Day weekend. It was free. Uh, there's no reason not to go. Uh, fellowship with uh, like-minded people, your own folk, uh, your own people, your own uh, true brothers and sisters. Um, other speakers at the uh, homecoming conference are uh, pastors Charles Jennings, Don Elmore, Dan Gaiman, Reed Benson, Matthew Dyer, Lawrence Blanchard, and Young People's Activities are under the direction of Alex and Jill Robb. Uh, For information and to register, contact Linda Ramsey at 417-967-2011 or 314-814-1148. Uh, so uh, make plans, make time uh, to be there. Uh, you know, I hear a lot of people, because uh, I, t- I talk to many people uh, throughout the day, and, you know, I have so many people say, well, how how can I fellowship? Uh, I don't know nobody in my area, or, uh, you know, is there a group uh, in my area? Uh, these conferences are made for you to meet uh, like-minded people, uh, because you know, in today's times, uh, I know the Knights Party doesn't. Uh, we don't give out information uh, of where our units are and uh, where our members are. We are throughout um, the United States. I guarantee you that. But we don't give out that information because you know, if somebody sends an email, you don't know who you're talking to. And uh, we don't want any of our members uh, targeted. So it is a safety thing. But if you join the Knights Party, uh, we have our own private website where uh, uh, members can meet, chat. Uh, If a member wants to give out their information to another member, sure. But that is their choice. Uh, You know, uh, uh, our leadership doesn't force us uh, to be forthcoming with any of our information. Uh, so, uh, anyhow, I didn't uh, uh, um, 
uh, run that commercial for the next party, but check it out. Uh, KKK.NationalOffice.com. Check us out. See what we're about. Uh, If you want to join, email in and ask for the information on how to join. Uh, if you don't want to join, because you know, I know some people can't, uh, maybe because of their uh, positions in society or whatever, uh, which, you know, like I said, all information is kept private. Uh, donate um, if you don't wish to join. Uh, read what we're about and what our mission is, which is political power, but it's so much more than that. Uh, check us out. Okay, we're going to end this evening with a prayer. Uh, The title to the prayer is My Intercessor. Please bow your heads. My Lord and God, I exalt you and praise you, for you have provided for all my needs. Your Spirit sustains me. You know my deepest needs, things even I do not understand. You desire to fulfill me and to strengthen my weakest parts. And you have set your will to accomplish that. Your spirit, which knows all these innermost needs, cries out to you according to your design and desire to see these things filled up. Thank you for your desire to do good to me and provide for my deepest needs. I entrust myself to your care. I am relieved to know that I don't have to know all my needs to bring them before you. But you care for me as a father, his child. Amen. Uh, You know, uh, many people, um, I think, uh, don't pray as often as they should. Um, I was uh, one of those people uh, uh, many years ago uh, to where... Uh, I felt foolish uh, praying because um, it was a repeat, uh, like my prayer was on repeat. And, you know, I, w- I would think I would have to, I would actually fall asleep before I finished my prayer because I had to add everything in there that was on my mind, you know. Uh, but God doesn't uh, need that. Um, Jesus, uh, his death on the cross Uh, provided uh, what we don't even know that we need. Jesus goes before the Father and tells him. Um, So you don't have to do a repeat prayer over and over and over. You don't have to try to uh, add a thousand things into your prayer that uh, uh, may be bothering you or you would like help with or things like that because... Uh, through Jesus, uh, God knows what you need, even before you need it. So uh, uh, prayer is very important. As always, from the Rust Belt Klansman Show, myself, the Invisible Knight, White Power! <laughs>